Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. On today's March 7, cops put down their guns. A&E waiting times are a national shame and lots more. It's Tuesday, the 26th of September. It's European Day of Languages and happy birthday, Serena Williams. The Smart 7. It's news, but not for news. Chris Caba died after he was shot by a police marksman in September 2022. It turned out that the car he was driving had been linked to a firearms offence and the Met Police opened an inquiry into the death of the innocent man. After a lengthy investigation, a police officer was charged on Thursday, which sparked a row and protest by armed police, with up to 300 officers turning in their firearms permits. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak said on Monday that it's essential armed police are clear on their legal position when a shooting occurs. Our firearms officers do uh, an incredibly difficult job. They're making life or death decisions in a split second to keep us safe. Now it's important when they're using these legal powers uh, that they do so with clarity uh, and they have certainty about what they're doing, especially given the lethality that they are using. Home Secretary Suella Braverman also waded into the row, which at one stage saw the army on standby for counter-terrorism duties. Housing Minister Rachel McLean says Suella was right to order a review, despite the fact that there is an active criminal proceeding in progress and she could be considered in contempt of court. The Home Secretary said she's going to review the legal framework that sets out the balance between those very brave officers. But clearly it's not right that they then fear ending up in the dock for carrying out their duties. Former Scotland Yard Superintendent Nusrat Metab says that armed police units already have too much power. This isn't about I want more support. This is we want immunity from prosecution, wear the uniform and not, you know, to police with impunity. We cannot have that in our society. The Royal College of Emergency Medicine had a dire warning on Monday as a new study revealed that almost 400,000 people spent at least 24 hours waiting in A&E departments. They're calling the findings a matter of national shame and warn that when people are waiting longer than six hours, there's a significantly increased risk to their well-being. Dr Adrian Boyne, the president of the college, says it's a matter of maths and that thanks to cuts, the NHS simply doesn't have enough emergency capacity. Fundamentally, the big problem behind it is we don't have enough beds in our system. If you look at all the tables, we are at the absolute bottom of almost all the other European countries and the number of beds we have per head. And we think we need somewhere between 10 and 12,000 extra beds in the system. With NHS waiting lists continuing to grow past 1 million and strike action has seen appointments and procedures cancelled or rescheduled, the system is approaching breaking point. Deputy Chief Executive of NHS Providers Saffron Cordery says it's time proper negotiations got underway. It's absolutely in the government's gift and the union's gift to come round the table, have the conversations and resolve the strike action. With the Tory party conference starting this weekend, Rishi has been busy floating all kinds of new initiatives from the possible dropping of part of the HS2 project to his net zero delay and now the scrapping of inheritance tax. Inheritance tax only affects the wealthiest families in the UK, like, for example, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, who would stand to save £300 million if it was scrapped. And in a cost-of-living crisis, it's hard to see what the rationale for dropping it might be. Labour's Jonathan Ashworth can't make head nor tail of it. We've had 20 25 Tory tax rises under the Conservatives. Everyone's struggling and they're now saying that their priority is an inheritance tax cut 
for the top 4% of households. The Lib Dems have already kicked off their conference in Bournemouth with some star power from Carol Vorderman and Steve Coogan. Leader Ed Davies says the nation has had enough of Tory rule. They need a grown-up set of politicians. We need to get rid of a lot of these children on the Tory uh, backbenchers who, who can't think through uh, these problems and, and have a grown-up debate and sort it out. After 146 days on the picket lines, the Writers Guild of America has finally reached what they're calling a tentative agreement with the studios and streamers. That could mean late-night TV shows like Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon back on our screens in early October, although the Screen Actors Guild remain on strike. The final vote is due to take place on Tuesday, but the mood is one of celebration already. But Olga Alexa, who's written The Cobra Kai and The Umbrella, delighted at the news. I mean, I literally feel like we just won the Super Bowl. I've never been this excited in my life. Um, I, I alternate between crying and laughing hysterically. Um, I'm just so excited to get back to work. <laughs> so the Gunners might sell their pet fancies a game and there's a new dinosaur in town. Right after this. Welcome back. This week sees more Carabao Cup action as Man United face Crystal Palace tonight with Burnley, Luton and Wolves all in action too. Wednesday sees Chelsea, Arsenal and Liverpool playing along with a head-to-head clash between Newcastle and Manchester City. Man City manager Pep Guardiola isn't sounding too worried about the Carabao Cup though as he copes with an injury crisis that sees five major stars sidelined. He has a solution in mind though. I'm not going to waste 1% of energy for Carabao Cup like Kyle Walker for example, like Ruben uh, play 90 minutes national team, 90 minutes because they are exhausted already and, and we cannot lose it. So that's why we're going to play with the guys who need it. Maybe for my back is getting better, maybe a few minutes, so <laughs> we'll see. The fourth and final season of Sex Education dropped on Netflix last weekend. It sees the end of the story of the crew from Mordell's secretary and it's a show that's going to be missed by fans. Creator Laurie Nunn has been chatting about how her own awkward teenage years inspired some of the characters in the show. My teenage years were hard. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, yes. So yeah, I'm definitely channeling a bit of a... I think like okay. Osis is, is probably the closest uh, to me in terms of the characters, just like uncomfortable in my skin. I just couldn't wait to leave school and then I've ended up like writing a show that's set in school for like nine years. We all love a wildlife documentary and the soothing sounds of David Attenborough's narration. But if you like a little more Hollywood in your animal documentaries, I've got good news for you. Netflix are about to drop a new wildlife show narrated by Morgan Freeman and exec produced by Steven Spielberg. It's called Life on Our Planet. There are eight episodes in series one and it tells the story of evolution with the aid of plenty of animated visual effects. It hits on October 25th and keep an eye out for the CGI-asaurus. This is the story of the great battles of survival and the dynasties that would take over the world. From the beginning of life to today. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.